This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Ghoulies podcast. As always, I am your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I am joined by Mr. David White. Hello. Uh, yeah, so here we are again, next episode. Next double creature feature, universal monsters, double bill. Yeah. Uh, we're covering the Wolfman and Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yep, yep. But before we get into our five fucking pence worth of those films, let's cover our usual stomping ground. Yay. What's been happening, Dave? Not much at all, really. No. We had, no, I mean, we had a Zoom call with a couple of people over the weekend. That was fun. That was something that was. not in the usual realm of what we've been getting up to, you know? Yeah, I don't know. The idea of the whole Zoom call thing, I'm a bit like, uh, I don't know how much fun can it be? And uh, trying to like find people that uh, I don't know, you got enough to talk about with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, we, we use this podcast to discuss various bits and pieces, and then, you know, we, we'll get drunk occasionally and talk more bits and pieces when we're yeah. in each other's company. Yeah. But like the idea of sitting here for several hours on a Zoom call. I, I don't know. I don't know if we'd have that much to say. <laughs> I mean, it was a fairly lengthy Zoom call as well. Like, it was fun. You know, yeah. really fun. I had, really I had a blast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was, um, we got together to do what was originally planned as a, like a prime dive with uh, Zombie Kel and Madam Mim Tattoos. Um, and the idea was we were going to watch some trashy movies on Amazon Prime and have a drink and have a laugh and a giggle except we sort of got completely like out of sync uh, turned into a massive fucking mess so we were just drinking and chatting shit for several hours <laughs> we tried to watch uh, um, five-headed shark attack <laughs> yeah i think we got about an hour in we weren't we too far we too like... i'm fairly sure the shark only had four heads which is quite disappointing <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I gotta be honest. I can't say I was paying enough attention to said I counted the shark heads. Well, it wasn't so much I was paying attention. I just happened to look up where the shark was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, there was a fair bit of alcohol consumed, and uh, I don't remember a large portion of it after a certain point in the evening. You were paying around towards the end, in all fairness. <laughs> I uh, I seem to recall spending most of 
Sunday in bed. Oh, so nice. that was nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that was great fun. Yeah, um, it was, yeah. It's completely changed my whole perspective on Zoom calls. <laughs> and now I can now. have friends all over the place. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, outside of our fun Zoom call, have you been anywhere, done anything, seen anything exciting? Um, been at work, been home. And that's it. Yeah, pretty much. You know, right. pubs opened in Wales on Monday, and it was pissing down all day. So <laughs> that was great. The lad in work booked off. Um, when was it? Monday, Tuesday, so he could go to the pub. Yeah. Um, just like yeah, a couple of his friends were like, "Look, we got the day off. Where we could go into the pub to get hammered." And uh, didn't realise he needed to book a table, so he booked two days off work, Monday to get fucking hammered, Tuesday to recover, yeah. only to find out that they can't go to the pub because they haven't booked a fucking table. <laughs> no, <man>. Clown. <laughs> so he like, <clears throat> he somehow he managed to wangle getting in anyway, and blah 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 blah. But yeah, no, this whole booking tables thing for pubs, this is new and exciting. <laughs> Oh, exciting! It's very new. I don't know. I'm kind of excited about it all. I think I get a bit carried away. Okay. I like the idea that you know things are starting to progress and move forward, and people can start going and doing things and yeah. all the rest. And it means that there's like hope for gigs and fucking yeah, no, bits totally. and pieces. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of excited about it, hmm. but at the same time, I do think that like. It's wise not to rush into things too quickly. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, on that note, he says, "Just good job, you know. Try not to rush into things too quickly." Yeah. Um, I I made like a, a the jump to go into Cardiff for the first time in like fuck knows probably over a year to do some pottering around the shops yeah. and uh, bumped into you while yeah. you were there, oh, yeah. like <laughs> completely by chance. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Um, just yeah, Blu-ray hunting, and I was like, "Fuck it, we'll go have a look, see what's about." Yeah, well, um, we, um, we were in Cardiff to well, we just wanted to go to the castle. Really, I would like a picnic in the park, you know, with a little man. Uh, so yeah, and then bumped into you outside Poundland. Weirdly, yeah, I think we were heading towards Poundland because that boy of mine, the whole fucking thing was, he found a pound in the park and wanted to go to the shop, right. and I couldn't be asked to walk to the shop, so I said to him that you know, if he just holds on to his quid. We'll we'll go to like a different shop where you can make the most of his pound. Like I don't know, Poundland because yeah. they sell toys in the pound shop, so you could buy a toy with his pound. Yeah. And he decided that yeah, he wanted to go to a pound shop now. <laughs> so instead of walking five minutes down the road to the co-op, I drove an hour to fucking Cardiff to take him to the fucking pound shop. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you went to HMB as well though. I did, yeah. There were some slightly ulterior motives yeah, yeah. there. I was like, well, if I've got to go somewhere, then I'm going to go Cardiff. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have a look around. It's been a while. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, no, he shafted me as well, to be fair. <laughs> uh, we went to the pound shop. There was nothing he wanted, so I ended up having to buy him something for, like, 10 quid from the entertainer. Uh, so, that was the plan all along. Yeah, he's not daft. Yeah, no. A uh, little bastard. <laughs> did, like, did the poundy fat... Did his pound like was that included in the ten pound, or did did he keep no, the pound and then you no. paid for paid the tenner for the? Conveniently, the crafty sod left her in the car, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since. I've definitely so he played, like, yeah, yeah, he played me like a fucking fool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, outside of that, I ain't been anywhere. I ain't done anything. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I bought some stuff. I'm looking forward to more Zoom calls. Yeah, sweet. What did you pick up now? Uh, I picked up Headhunter from 101 Films, mm-hmm. which uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, then after like low budget, not in terms of like quality as such, just it's it's really well shot, really well put together. Yeah. Uh, low budget film about like an old uh, warrior. Okay. Who the village every time there's like a monster attack, they call him with like the bells. And he goes, and every time he comes back, he returns with, like, a monster's head from where he slays these monsters. And in his hut, there are all these different heads. So you, like, you don't actually see him necessarily battle all these monsters, but, like, he goes on the hunt for one, and it's, like, this whole spooky, creepy, there's something there, but you don't get to see it quite. So it's it's really well done for, like, a really small-budget, like, horror film. Mm. Um, I picked that up, and... Uh, where else was it? Uh, I managed to find the 101 Films Black Label uh, release, the limited edition release, which comes in like the fancy box with a little booklet mm-hmm. of Split Second, which is currently out of print. There was a couple okay. of them lying around, so I had one of them just nice. because it was there. Yeah. I picked up Prometheus on 4K because it was only 9.99 with any other purchase. So I was like, oh, well, it seems daft to leave it there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I didn't buy... I didn't get too much. I was trying. I'm trying to be a bit reserved now because I'm running out of space. Yeah. So the the whole thing of like, I'm gonna have this, that, and the other. I've got to be a bit more selective these days. Yeah. So, which is a bit of a pain in the ass because I mean I could just cull like fucking eighty percent of probably what I own because yeah. most of it's tat. Um. But yeah, no, I'm I try not to like go too nuts. Um. This pay was like a five-week pay. Mm. Um, it was supposed to include a potential pay rise, uh, our bonus pay, because yeah. we get like a bonus at the end of the financial year. Yeah. Um, and various bits of overtime. They kindly gave us a pay rise, but mm. there was no bonus pay in there yet because they haven't sorted that out. Okay. So it wasn't quite as chunky as I was hoping my pay packet was yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was hoping to have a bit of spare change lying around. <laughs> Um, but that wasn't the case, so I had to curb it a bit. Nightmare. And instead, I just bought beer and got drunk on Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, what have you been watching, like, TV-wise or film-wise? Uh, I've been really shit, to be honest, Same, on the TV-film-wise yeah. thing. Um, I've been... I've had, like, this cold that you seem to have. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, I just can't really be asked to fucking get stuck into anything. Yeah. I'm sort of hovering around... Um, I haven't really got a TV series on the go, I don't think. I dipped into, like, I watched the last couple of episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I watched the last of... Uh, what's the Bricklebury Park Cop thing on Netflix? Uh, Power SPD. That's it. I watched the last, like, I had two episodes of that left to watch. I've watched that. Yeah. I can't decide if it's just fucking shit or, like, just meh. Yeah. The comedy is, like, so fucking offensive, yeah. which I know is what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. It's to the point where, like, it's almost not even funny. Yeah. It's so offensive. Yeah, I know what you mean. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's all right. It's like, it's like chewing gum for the brain, it, you know? It's just somebody you put on, you don't really pay attention to, and it's just there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that's it. That's kind of my, like, TV go-to at the moment, is just check something on to kill fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, we did start watching Snowpiercer last night, which I feel right. is pretty good. That seems alright so far. It's just uh, it's like an apocalypse happens, like an ice age sort of thing. Yeah. And everything's frozen over except this train, which has got like a thousand carriages. And there's obviously a class system in the train. So there's like the, the poor people at the back. Then you've got your mid-tier people. Then you've got like the upper class people at the front. Um, and about, yeah, it's just that pretty much. And yeah, it's pretty uh, good so far. Because this it was originally a film, wasn't it? Yeah. With um, Chris Evans in it. Yeah. By um, Parasite director. I'm going to fucking butcher his fucking name again. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. Nailed it, man. Nailed it. See, look at I me. I'm good. Say, I don't know if you did see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't mind Snowpiercer when I watched it. Um, again, I don't know, man. I'm just not a TV guy at the moment. Like, yeah. I haven't properly been gripped by a TV series since Game of Thrones. And even that, after a certain point, I lost interest in. Yeah, yeah. And nothing since has, like, got me excited for TV. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know it's like boring and stuff and everybody's banging on about it but um, I did really enjoy Lane Dewey I did hear the climactic uh, season finale wasn't so great though nah it was it, it was alright it just wasn't what I was expecting you know it wasn't quite the revelatory sort of impactful Round ending up. yeah exactly that I was hoping for but it was alright you know yeah. I mean everything leading up to that point was great so yeah it's a shame when they just fucking shitball it right at the end yeah 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 <laughs> Too many series to that, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, shitballing it right at the end, Dexter, have you seen they've dropped like a teaser for the new yeah. special thing they're doing? Have you checked out the teaser at all? Or? No, I'm not, I'm not, not interested, you know? Nah. Like, I've, I dipped out of Dexter after season four, maybe, something like that. Right. And I just never went back, you know? Uh, I held on to the very end because yeah. those first couple of seasons are fucking great. Yeah, great, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know, it just became so formulaic and I just couldn't be asked anymore, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it got a real shit real fucking quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a shame. So, I don't know, I'm kind of... At the same time, how many TV shows get a chance to redeem themselves? Yeah. Right? So, okay, they're giving Dexter the opportunity to potentially redeem itself, yeah. right? Uh, can they do it? Of course they can. If the writing's well, fucking stellar. yeah. yeah. Are they? Probably, yeah, probably not. not yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call it now. It's going to be an absolute waste of fucking time. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, same with X-Files. You got, um, they did like, they carried it on after like Mold and Scully were out. Yeah. Um, they did the event, which was like that one 10 episode run. Then they did another one after that, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just not going to be as good. Like, just know when to fucking stop. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. the key. There's no when to stop. Yeah. Um, as soon as Mulder and Scully are out, done. All the quits. Yeah. Finished. Yeah. Finito. Yeah. Um, somebody was talking today in work about the From Dustle Dawn series. Have you watched the From Dustle Dawn series? No, I haven't. And um, I said uh, that I'd like dipped into one or two hours. I think. Um, uh, fucking hell, I forgot his name. Richard Rodriguez. Right. Yeah. Richard Ramirez is the killer, and Richard Rodriguez is the director. <laughs> That's getting the mix. Serial killer from the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> like the real life serial killer yeah. is Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. The director of Sin City Desperado. Yeah. Is I forgot his fucking name again. I just said it. Robert <laughs> Richard. Ramirez? 
<laughs> Fucking hell, hang on. Let me IMDB this so I don't like <laughs> look like too much of a tit. Sin City. Yeah, there's a big distinction by... there, isn't it? Like, you know, between director and serial killer. Robert Rodriguez. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Robert Rodriguez, who directed From Dust Till Dawn, yeah. is also associated with the TV series. Okay. But it, like, it features the brothers, the twins, right. and I'm all like, oh, man, like you've got this perfect opportunity here to like, you've got the law. Yeah. Just do something Some new. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. They're like rehashing the fucking film out, and I'm just like, ah, I don't is know. Is this like a recent thing, or is it a few years old? Uh, it's a couple of years old. Um, but not like too old. Let me check trusty IMDB again. So the TV series was 2014 to 2016. Okay. So it wasn't like too long ago. Yeah. No, I never did them tomorrow. Yeah. But I think it's on Netflix. So I don't know what your thoughts and feelings are from Dustal Dawn. I loved it. Yeah. Like I haven't seen it in years. But yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's one of my like all time fucking favorites. Yeah. Like, I have owned that thing on basically every format it's been released on. I remember buying that fucking film. So I saw the poster and was all like, okay, it's got George Clooney in it. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind at the time when fucking it came out, I was a pup, so I had no idea who the fuck Quentin Tarantino was. Yeah. I don't think I'd even seen anything yet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I knew George Clooney because he was on the cover of all the gossip mags and everybody thought he was lovely. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea who, like, Harvey Keitel was. Like, I recognised his face, but didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, oh, it's a film about vampires. I like vampires. Let's fucking check it out. Yeah. Um, But it was like, I couldn't get it to rent, because I don't think my parents were remotely interested. Mm. Um, And there was a car boot sale, and I went to this car boot sale, and this guy had it for sale in the car boot sale. Yeah. And he was like selling it for like eight quid, which was like basically all of my fucking paper and money for a week. Was and I was like, fuck. VHS or DVD? Yeah, back in VHS days, yeah, man. man. And uh, <laughs> like the widescreen one as well. Oh, we nice. had the black bars, yeah, yeah. top and bottom. Nice. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I'll see if he'll sell it to me. Like again, you know, fucking 10, 11 years old. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, okay. Uh, this one, please. He's like, yeah, sure. Eight quid. So, like give him the ten, give him my two quid change, and I like literally run home, just like, ah, fuck you! I've yeah. got this eighteen film. I'm a fucking legend. <laughs> and put it on as soon as I go in, and was just like, what the fuck is this? It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. My poor child brain was just like, there's tits everywhere. The tits become vampire tits. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, I think I was a bit older when I first saw it. I think I already <laughs> knew who Harvey Keitel was and. Quentin Tarantino and stuff. But yeah, it's a fucking great film, man. It's so good, like. Yeah, so I've, I've got a really big soft spot for From Dawn. Sure. Um, and never saw any of the sequels. Ooh. Yeah, now we're talking fucking trashy. Sure. We should definitely do a dive into fucking... We should do an episode on fucking From Dawn and just go on about how amazing it is. <laughs> yeah. And then do like a double bill of just like how trashy and terrible fucking two and three are. Yeah, let's do it. Um... I don't know, yeah, 2 is particularly, like, odd. I remember, again, being really excited for 2, because hmm. 2 had, um, you know the guy that plays the T-1000 in Terminator 2? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the, like, main lead oh. in From Dust Till Dawn 2. He's, yeah. like, this badass, and they're going to rob a bank. Right. And, like, the vampires are there, and fucking... So I was like, yes! 
this like off the back of Terminator 2 this yeah. guy's amazing yeah, I can't wait to fucking check it out and was just like what uh, the fuck is this yeah, man <laughs> um, but I think this was back going going back to the days before I appreciated trashy TV yeah, like yeah, yeah. so I think it might need a rewatch yeah I'm keen for a deep dive into yeah into Dust of Law oosh nice uh, yeah man I haven't really dipped into anything to be honest um, I'm, try, I'm struggling to think of what I did with my week you know over the last fortnight. Yeah, it just seems to have disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially as it was like a bank holiday weekend. Like, I was expecting to get so much <laughs> fucking done. Yeah. And instead, I did nothing, got drunk, and then did nothing. <laughs> I completely forgot it was a bank holiday, like, because I work bank holidays. Right. So I was on the train, and, like, I was thinking, why is, this, why is there nobody on this train? You know, why is it so empty? And got to Cardiff, like, why is Greg closed? Why is there nobody about? And then it was like, going to work. What have I missed? Yeah, yeah. Going to work. Oh, shit, yeah. It's Bengali. <laughs> Just walking down the street and all of a sudden there's zombies running around. <laughs> yeah. Nobody told me there was a fucking pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have made for an interesting podcast episode. Yeah. No. What have you been up to days surviving the R zombie apocalypse? <laughs> so you not reached the R's end of nowhere yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about tunes? You been listening to anything interesting lately? Uh... Again, not really. Like I've just yeah. been dipping into the, the usual playlist. Like the you know the on repeat playlist on Spotify? Yeah. And I just tend to just go into that and it's it's like a self fulfilling prophecy, you know? Because the more exactly. I listen to that, it's just gonna keep those two songs on the same fucking playlist. So I'm just gonna have that play one playlist for years. Just in an infinite loop. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I need to yeah, stop, I try stop to, doing that. I try to mix it up so I kind of have like three or four of my go to playlists. Yeah, yeah. So I've got like my mega mix, which is like all my punk bangers. Right. I've got my lazy Sunday, which is more my acoustic chill. Okay. I've got my motorbike in, which is more my cock rock. Yeah, yeah. Where I just like just walk like a badass, <laughs> fucking ooh. <laughs> uh, nice. Then I've got like my funk soul classics then as well. Yeah. So I... it's like okay, whatever mood I'm in, I can dip into one of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I do have like an old school death metal playlist, which is pretty much just Deicide and Death. Um, that I've been listening to a little bit, but other than that, I've just yeah, I haven't even been listening to podcasts, man, or audiobooks. I'm really struggling to think of what I've been doing with my time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, just, just seem to be pissing like, it away. Yeah, I've just been sitting there, like just on my sofa, just staring at the wall for like just two weeks, gormlessly like waiting for bedtime. Yeah, just yeah, no. I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh, it's it's time for that favourite part of the podcast. What have you been reading, Dave? Well, I've actually started and finished a book this time. You'd be surprised to know, because <laughs> out of well, it's more out of necessity than a desire to read. In all fairness, <laughs> <laughs> well, we both read the same book. Uh, we both started and finished a book for the first. Uh, First, fuck me, I'm struggling with this word. Um, first iteration of our iteration, book club. Fuck me, why couldn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah, first iteration of the book club. So, and that book was The Bird Eater by Griff, and you're an expert at this name by now. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to hear you say it. I want to hear how you say it properly. <laughs> I've left it downstairs, man. I've got it with me. <laughs> Anya Aylborn. Anya Aylborn, that's the one. Yay. So yeah, we, we briefly covered what it's about last time. We'll just give you another run through in case you're firstly dipping in. 
So uh, Aaron Holbrook was just a kid when his aunt, the only mother he ever knew, died mysteriously in their rural Arkansas home. Thrust into foster care, he left Arkansas with a promise to never return. But 20 years later, the death of his young son drives Aaron home again in a last-ditch effort to get sober and salvage a marriage that's fallen apart. But something far more powerful than memory and grief lurks in the dusty corners of Holbrook House. Something dark. Something sinister. Um, yeah, it was pretty dark and sinister and all famous. Yeah. Uh, I think what we're going to do is we'll just kind of go over our thoughts and like a brief plot outline, which, you know, that essentially gives you a brief plot outline. Um, rather than getting too much into it in case you do want to check it out, just our general thoughts and then we'll have like a rating system, whether it's like a yay, nay, or a maybe or something. And, you know, yeah. you can make a choice if you want to read it later. Yeah, um, read maybe or throw in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... I haven't read anything by it before. No. Um, I thought this was quite interesting. The one thing I will say mm. is the difference between Eddie and Edie. Yeah, is quite minimal. It's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> 1D. Yeah, but yeah. every time I read that fucking name, I said Eddie in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Aaron's aunt is called Edie. Edie. And every time I read it, it was Eddie was washing the dishes yeah. while she tried to get stuff ready for pizza. And I said, hang on, Eddie, Edie. Yeah. Edie, right. Um, Eddie went to the car to fetch the groceries. On the way back, she blah, 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 blah. And I said, ah, Edie. Edie. It's yeah. fucking Edie. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking terrible with, like, names, people's yeah. names in books. And I always fucking forget them. Yeah, yeah. I forget who, who's who. Yeah, I, I get like that. Like, there was a name thrown out towards the end of the book. Um, Isaac. And I couldn't remember it being mentioned at any, in a, at any other time. I'm sure it I, was, but then I just, yeah, I was a bit confused by that. I believe, if I remember correctly, Isaac is the name of the spooky child. Right, okay. But it's not mentioned any other time apart from... Because um, what is the son, what is Aaron's son called? I forget. Ryder. That's it. Aaron Isaac Ryder, something like that. Yeah, Which yeah. is why the son is then called Ryder, blah, blah, blah. Right, but, yeah. I take it. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so there, there's, a, there's a whole... Spooky. So Aaron has a when he's younger, he's in school, and something really bad happens to his aunt at the spooky house. Yeah. Um, and in which case, he's sort of ushered away to go live with extended family far away. Yeah. Um, trying to deal with this radical change in his life and all the rest leads him down a sort of slightly dangerous path. Um, but he manages to get married, have a son who is uh, then unfortunately involved in a car accident and dies, which then naturally sends his personal life into this massive spiral. Um, He's having difficulty with his wife. He's becoming an addict to um, drink and uh, anti... Antidepressants, maybe? Antipsychotics? Anti-anxiety medication. And so um, him and his wife are having a really difficult time. So it comes to his attention that the house he grew up in has been left to him. And now that he's old enough, he can go back and take Take ownership ownership of the house. So his plan is to kind of go back and 
fix the house up to prove to his wife that look i can move on i'm good i've done this let's sell the house or move here or whatever yeah but when he gets there spooky shit starts happening involving a spooky little kid yeah now in the beginning of the book the spooky kids <clears throat> shows up and i think he's described really well you know i loved like i think the, the beginning of the book really sort of sets the tone for the rest of it and yeah. um <clears throat> yeah they did a she did a fucking fantastic job of explaining the of dealing with the ramp up and the sort of and the kid and the death and things like that i think it, it was a bit hasty towards the end you know? yeah i think trying to tie it all together <clears throat> so basically we see him come back it opens really strong i really yeah. again oh, yeah, agree definitely. i think it opened really strong i was like oh okay fucking hell here we go it's not messing around it's not fucking yeah and once Aaron comes back, this kind of the slow build up, which is good. It's, yeah. It works because we're sort of laying the groundwork for what's to come. Yeah. Um, but I did kind of find towards the sort of end of the second act, mm. sort of third act, really starting to drift a bit. It's when the romantic element between yeah. Yeah, yeah. his ex-childhood <clears throat> lover yeah. um, kind of comes into play. It starts adding this other element and... Mm. Yeah, I think I started to lose a bit of interest there. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought for like, uh, if you're into the whole spooky ghost story stuff, hmm. I think it's worth dipping it's into. It's worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not something I'm ever going to sort of read again, but yeah. it's um, it's a solid entry, you know. Like I say, it's a it's it's a great sort of. It builds up really well. It's a bit hasty towards the end, but uh, I mean, if you can get over that, then yeah, I'd, I definitely would recommend checking it out. Yeah, if you like spooky ghost stories uh, where the kids are spooky ghosts, then definitely check it out. If you like your spooky ghosts, then yeah. Definitely. Spooky ghosts, spooky <laughs> ghost kids. Um, yeah, so rating system, I'm going to say uh, maybe. Yeah, I'll agree with that, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say for me, it's a maybe. If you like spooky ghosts, go for it. If you're not too fast on spooky ghosts, then leave her alone. Yeah, I mean, it's a relatively short book as well, so it's not like a, a tome. It's not going to take up too much of your time. But, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I enjoyed it up until the end, but definitely a, a solid maybe. Um, so next entry on our book club, which was sort of kind of recommended by uh, one of our Instagram, one of the people we follow, somebody on Instagram, uh, Reckless Redhead. Um, so basically, she put up a thing where she was showing off a load of her books, a post where she was showing off some of her books. And uh, I commented about how she's got loads of Richard Lehman, and I've never read any. Yeah. And asked her where I should start. And see, she suggested uh, starting with One Rainy Night. Okay. Uh, you also haven't read any Richard Lehman? No, fuck, have you started it? I have. Any boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i ordered it when we when we were i ordered it ages ago so it's been sitting on my shelf it's oh, one of the yeah. ones yeah. like this conversation i had with her was a long time ago right. um but i was like okay well you know i'm keen we'll give it a whirl if you're keen we'll give it a whirl so i've like i said i finished the bird eater and i've made a dent i'm only like really 60 odd pages in so i still got a bit of a ways to go okay um but richard Lehman, one rainy night the killer rain 
the water drops like a shroud on the town of Bixby, warm, vicious and unnatural. It coats the inhabitants in an unending torrent and turns them into crazy, hate-filled maniacs. A helpful stranger at a gas station shoves a petrol pump down a customer's throat and squeezes the trigger. A soaking wet queue of cinema goers smashes its way inside the movie house to slice up the dry people within. A loving wife attacks her husband, bouncing the back of his head on the marble floor until it sounds like sloppy wet meat. Um, I gotta be honest, I'm 60 odd pages in and this is a fucking hard thumbs up for me at this point already. I am loving it and I'm wondering why the fuck haven't I come across Richard Lehman before? I'm a quote Like one of the Amazon um, reviews of the book says, um, "Dude sure does like boobs." So <laughs> yeah, there, there's a bit of mention cool. of boobs. I don't think it's like overly boob heavy at the moment. But again, I'm only just yeah, yeah. You know, touching the uh, the, the the start. I'm only only, only scratching the surface like the, of the boobs. That's it. I, I was just thinking of boobs and touching. <laughs> I was just like, I'm only just touching the 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 tits. Mm. Ah, I got confused. <laughs> But yes, yeah. um, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to discussing that. Yeah. And uh, as always, if you wish to join in, then feel free. Um, if you've got any books you want us to have a look at and you want to know our opinions on, then please recommend stuff because we're always keen. If you want us to discuss some graphic novels, maybe I'm keen to dip into some yeah. graphic novels too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything. We we're all we're here to share the love of all things spooky and weird yeah definitely (laughs) cool so that was the first book club um should we move on to the playlist playlist (laughs) sorry don't want me (laughs) playlist Playlist. so this one is called groovy ghoulies tunes 04 slash 05 because again that's the date i made it today i nearly forgot so <laughs> impromptu one this one yeah this uh uh don't recently played recently added i saw my playlist here we go so yeah we'll just jump, jump into the two tracks that we each yeah that we both put on there um i'll go in my first two tracks on there so i got up jump the devil by nick cave and the bad seeds and god's away in business by tom waits um i just i nick cave and the bad seeds are just one of my favorites of all time like love them like everything they put out has been amazing um i feel like maybe the latest couple have been a bit not something that i i particularly enjoy but they're still good albums but um i've jumped the devil man is such a good fucking song like it's so good um and same with tom waits you know i i thought i'm gonna put nick cave on there i might as well put on some tom waits the two go hand in hand you know yeah pretty much yeah and yeah god's own business man is such a good song I picked, um, I don't know, I've been in a bit of a weird mood lately. Yeah. Um, so the two songs that I'm going to suggest that I picked is Growing Up by Andrew Jihad Jackson, yeah. which the lyrics go along the lines of Growing Up really fucking sucks. Uh, yeah. It goes on about how shit being an adult is. It's good. Yeah. It's like a little folky acoustic <laughs> bit. And then... The other side of that is I put some weird sin on by Iggy Pop. Okay. Um, I think uh, I was listening to another playlist, um, Lords of Dogtown, mm. 
and there's I don't think let me just double check no there's got success not some weird sin but success is also featured uh one of the tracks of the same album that some weird sin is on which I can't think for the fucking life of me lust for life obviously um it's on the lust for life album which is a really good Iggy Pop album like I'm not I think Iggy Pop is a really cool dude yeah like I, I like that he's a bit of a character. I uh, like his whole Stooges thing, blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Um, but I don't really like dip into his solo stuff yeah, or no. some of his other projects. But I kind of like the dude. I think the dude's a bit of a character. Lust for Life is one of those albums where, like, I don't know, it just sort of clicks with me. Yeah. There's a couple of bum songs on it, but as a general rule, yeah. I like Lust for Life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to that a lot. Hence, some weird thing. Nice. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So yeah, check out check out the latest playlist if you uh, if you feel inclined. We'll I think put I've, up, gone, uh, I've not gone very metally this time around. A couple of metal tracks on there, but it's mainly like weird neo folk stuff like Current Ninety Three, X Vessel, Jack Sloth. So yeah, nice. I'll put a link up on Spotify uh, probably later today. Yeah, which is like Tuesday, so you get like an extra couple of days to check it out. <laughs> cool. Is it that time? Is it time to get into our monster double feature, universal monster, super duper monster creature feature, double feature, whammy thing? Well, as much as that bit's going to stay in, <laughs> do we want to do Instagram filler first? Oh, we could have tried a bit of Instagram filler. What have we got? Let's have a look. Um, so, yeah, we were a bit late on the Instagram filler front. Um, so, we sort of reminded ourselves <laughs> you will like three hours before uh, we record like, the podcast yeah, yeah i need to ask people some questions um so the question we asked this week was best remake and why what's your favorite remake and why dave i think mine's gonna be a fairly obvious one i think we spoke about it loads before <clears throat> but um the remake of evil dead is probably my favorite remake like <clears throat> I was thinking about this, like if, if say you wanted to have a marathon of a couple of films, you know, say if you wanted to have like a Friday the 13th marathon, would you include the remake in that? Depends kind of how, if you're doing, I don't know, no. Uh, if you're doing a Friday the 13th marathon, you mm-hmm. sort of start, unless you're doing from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing a couple of select few, yeah. I still don't think it'd make the cut. No. Or like a Nightmare on Elm Street. Marathon, yeah, you know? the Nightmare on Elm Street remake doesn't get much love at all. Yeah, no. Um, so like, but then Evil Dead, if you're doing an Evil Dead marathon and somebody said, do you want to include the remake, you'd say, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah it's amazing. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, I like the Evil Dead remake. I think it's good. I think it's a solid effort. I remember going to the cinema to watch it and being like, fuck, man, they ain't pulling any punches with this. Yeah, yeah. They're probably going for it. Um there's a new Evil Dead film underway, I believe. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Um, it's going to be Evil Dead in the city, though. <laughs> the which... same thing with Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Just some random fucking dead out, like, yeah. running around the rooftops. <laughs> um, I don't know, I'm a little bit concerned, because you've got... I'm all for branching out and trying new things. Yeah. But my concern is it's going to get turned into, like, a zombie movie. Mm, yeah. Rather than an Evil Dead movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But I don't know. I mean, the Ash versus Evil Dead TV series was handled really well. Mm. But I think, I mean, I as could... long as they keep the law, it should be all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could go for some of that. Yeah. So yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's have it. I mean, they've already done sort of medieval times. Yeah. So why not a city setting? You know? Yeah. Make it like um, what the fuck's it called? Yeah, make it like Army of Darkness in the city. Boom. You know, sorted. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be like a whether it's a sequel to the Evil Dead remake, right? Yeah. Or whether it's going to be like a Evil Dead Four, yeah, yeah. rather than a Evil Dead Two, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, I'm keen. I'm all for some more Evil Dead. Yeah, totally. Um, there's that Evil Dead game coming out as well. Have you seen that? Yes, I have seen the online yeah. multiplayer horde thing. Yeah. I'm well keen for that. I don't know if that's your bag. Oh, you know me, a multiplayer man. <laughs> Most people I take ads, so I don't want to interact with them. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I know that feeling. Um, I think mine, my favorite sequel, sequel remake. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm gonna go with John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay, and it's a pretty fucking generic answer. Mm. Um, and I haven't even seen the original. Yeah, there's a remake no. of. Yeah, yeah. But that film is the fucking tits. It is, yeah, yeah, definitely. I love it. Um, so I don't know. Can I pick that if I haven't seen the original source material? Is that just cheating? Is that just me fanboying <clears throat> a particular film? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. But I mean, it's our fucking podcast. We can make up the True. fucking rules yeah, as yeah. we go. <laughs> so yeah, everybody is pulling their hair out, going, "Well, technically, you haven't seen it." Um, Oh, let's, let's not be assholes. Let's be nice. Okay, so for the people who don't give a shit, it's the thing. Yeah. John Carpenter's the thing. For people who do give a shit, yeah. it's uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Leonard Nimoy in it. Okay. Because that's cool. Yeah. I really like that. Sweet. Uh, oh, you could have gone with Cronenberg's The Fly as well. Oh, yeah. See, now they're oh, and the Blob remake. The Blob remake's really fucking good. Yeah. Okay. I take it all back. We'll go with the Blob remake because I've yeah. seen the original and I like the remake. Yeah. Possibly more. Because <laughs> it's basically the fucking thing. It's yeah. basically the thing. Yeah. It's amazing. The gore is fucking insane. Sweet, man. <clears throat> so, Instagram filler time. Uh, we've got one reply with our hasty uh, request for responses. Yeah. Uh, so, look. So we got Instatai says, Evil Dead, new spin on the character, yet still keeping that original demonic terror, and the gore is great. Yep. Uh, the go. gore is fucking insane. It is. Um, so there's the whole fucking stabby in the eye with the fucking Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. syringe bit that yeah. I was just like, oh my God, this is horrendous. Yeah. And the end, man, the end is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen that thing in fucking ages. I might have to watch it. Yeah. This evening, maybe, depending on what time we're done. Just because I, I feel the need now. Yeah, I'm all pumped. Right then, let's try this Universal Monsters yeah. Creature Feature, Double Feature, Monster Feature, Secret Secret Show thing. <laughs> I guess I better every time you do it. <laughs> I was trying to like think about what I said last time and yeah. just got completely fucking lost. No, I like it, man. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try a third one. Yeah. Our Universal Monster Creature Feature Double Feature Secret Feature Show. I don't know why it's a secret show. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to MC now. I'm yeah, basically yeah, yeah. practicing my rapping. 
just you just have to get you to lay down a beat now over it. I can do that, yeah. And he's he's like, I have to count in just one, yeah. two, three, four. Universal monster secret creature feature double feed now. <laughs> I just like to find out. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna beatbox. I'm gonna probably gonna do it as I'm editing. You know, I'll put the beats in there then. I'm not gonna it's actually like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I could tap on the table if you want. I'm terrible. I can't. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I'm a jingles guy. I can do yeah. jingles, yeah. not raps. Yeah. yeah. Which cool. is why we've got so many jingles for like Instagram filler. We've got for the book club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love a jingle. Yeah, man. Oh, cool. Should we uh, dip into the films then? Let's do it. So let's talk The Wolfman first because I think that's the one we're going to have the least amount to say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, as always, thing. ever the professionals. Uh, I tried watching it last night while I was also trying to sort out several other things. And although I've seen it before and I caught the gist of it, mm. I didn't take any notes because I couldn't find a pen for love nor money in my entire house. I tried really hard. I eventually did find a pen right. and tried to remember what I wrote yeah. and then write some stuff down. Let me just check my... Where's it gone? I need it for those really important notes I wrote. So yeah, when I finally found a pen that worked and tried to remember the cool shit I wanted to write down, yeah. I wrote two things down, which we'll get into as we go. Were they wolf Were they and not man? Really insightful. <laughs> Just the words wolf and man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Cool. So wolf man. So yeah. Well, I before I get into that, I'll echo your sentiments in that I was trying to work from home whilst watching it, so I was a little distracted. To be fair, but yeah, Wolfman. So it came out in 1941. So again, like 80 years old, you know. Yeah. And it stars Lon Chaney Jr. as the the titular Wolfman, or Lawrence Talbot. And it was directed by a George Wagner, and written by Kurt something. <laughs> Okay, first question, off the fucking bat. Yeah. Is it me, or is Lon Chaney Jr. fucking massive? Oh, he's a big old dude, yeah. Like, he looks fucking huge, right? Yeah. How, how tall would you say he is? 6'3"? He's 6'2", he's 6'2". 6'2", that's not a bad fucking guess. Yeah. I'm 6'2", but he looks fucking he looks huge. huge. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I don't know if everybody else was just particularly petite. Maybe, or yeah. if they put boots on him, because once again, I didn't do any fucking research, um, to make him look bigger, yeah, yeah. so that when he turns into the Wolfman, he's a bit more, you know, Beefy. scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I realise that like I'm pulling like faces and making shapes yeah, yeah. at you on the camera, which doesn't I mean, translate to the podcast. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Keep doing it, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, the, the story... Um, in a nutshell, Larry Talbot, so Lon Chaney Jr., returns to his father's castle in Wales and meets a beautiful woman who he's quite creepy about, you know? Yes, this is one of the one thing notes that I made. Yeah, quite inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one fateful night, Talbot escorts her to a local carnival where they meet a mysterious gypsy fortune teller who happens to be Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. Whose name of the film who? is Bella. Right. Uh, again, so look, I got a thing you're saying. So, Bella Lugosi mm. 
is so uh, Lon Chaney Jr. is 1.87 meters tall. Bela Lugosi is 1.85 meters tall. Okay. <clears throat> so not a great deal in it. Yeah. But he looks way smaller, so they yeah, must have looks, had him yeah. in fucking boots. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, he looks tiny in this. Yeah. So yeah, going back to how creepy um, Lon Chaney Jr. is with this woman. <laughs> so they set up a telescope. Him and his dad. They get back to the castle and they reunite and all this stuff. Good stuff. Um. But they have like this telescope set up. And the first thing that Lon Chaney Jr. does <laughs> is pointed directly towards a woman's bedroom. And notices, bow, bow, bow. Yeah, notices her earrings. And then he goes to the shop that she works in and says he wants to buy the earrings. And she's like, how do you know about the earrings? Oh, I can, I, what does he say? I'm psychic. I'm I, psychic. Yeah. yeah. This is all like alarm bells. So the oh, first yeah. note I got is uh, spying plus chat equals creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I get it. He sees this woman. He becomes infatuated with her. Yeah. And looking back at it from sort of looking at it from now's yeah. perspective. I mean, it's probably still creepy behavior then, but I don't know. Maybe it was a bit more accepted then yeah, that maybe. you just spied I mean, on people. Yeah. You probably get I arrested. Mean, he, does, <laughs> he does apologize and say, "Look, you know, by you know, don't shut your window, you know, your blinds on my account. I'm not some weirdo." <laughs> no, absolutely, <laughs> shut, shut your blinds. You know, you've got a <laughs> telescope on you. Don't know what I mean? <laughs> First thing you do, you report it to your fiance yeah, yeah. that this creepy fucker is watching yeah. you. Maybe even the police. That you've <laughs> never known before. You've yeah. never met before. Yeah. Um, but no, he's he's like he's, he's he likes this woman. He's infatuated with this woman. Yeah. Um, I think it's meant to be because it's it is a sort of mistake. So he's looking around through the village and he comes across a window yeah. and becomes obsessed. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's meant to be as creepy as it is. Yeah. I think I think he's trying to be charming. Looking but, at it from today's lens, then yeah. Yeah, today's standards, yeah. he's creepy as fuck. He should be in jail. Yeah. Your friends are like that, then you need to call him out yeah. as being rapey cunts. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, 100%. <laughs> um, but yes, she works in a antique store. Yeah. And so as a ways and means of trying to like spend more time and flirt and talk and try and get to know this woman, um, they end up discussing Keynes because he's trying to buy, trying to trying to get her to interact with him. So he's asking about various things around the store. Yeah. Um, and he comes across a cane that is silver handled, made into the shape of a wolf's head with a pentagram on it. Yeah. Now I don't know how familiar you are with sort of werewolf lore. Not very. I mean, werewolves have never been my thing, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really a werewolf guy. No. Um, I can appreciate a good werewolf movie. Yeah, American but werewolf. But it's definitely not sort of my bag. No. Um, but the whole pentagram thing, mm. that was something that until I'd seen this film, I hadn't really encountered before. No, I mean, yeah, same. Yeah. This idea there is the sign of the werewolf. I always just assumed it was satanic and fucking the devil, yeah. blah, well, blah, blah, blah. It's a pagan thing, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was quite interesting, and the idea that you see the mark of the person—you'll see the pentagram on a person that will next die, kind of thing. Yeah, um, I don't know I if that was, was like made up for this film or if it's like actual sort of werewolf law. Yeah, um, I think they take a lot of stuff kind of 
they they operate very loosely yeah. to make things come together. Yeah. Um, but the gypsies come to town, and he tries to coerce this woman again. Sort of creepy behaviour, bit rapey, to like come into the woods with him in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Being in mind, this is like going back in the days where you would usually be escorted. I would have thought by, you know, somebody else, not by a male suitor. Um, yeah, true. Never mind the fact that she's also confessed that she's already engaged. But he's not bothered. Yeah, no, he don't care. No, he says, "Ah, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. I I'm going for it." it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he, despite her protests, to the contrary, uh, she does protest quite a bit. She does. She's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going." Again, yeah. really sketchy fucking behaviour. But he's asking, like, he's asking her out, and she's like, "No," just flat out no. Which, you know, accept that as you, as the first and only answer yeah. and then leave. All right, cool. No problem. Yeah. I'm off. Have a nice day. Yeah, exactly. She's come up with me. No. Uh, so I'll pick you up, right? No. So we're going to come for right? No. And then just before they both part ways, so I'm going to pick you up, right, then. Yeah. And she just smiles. It's one of those, um, again, it hasn't aged well in our current social... Uh, yeah. Social climate, political climate, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's all you can see. He means well, and yeah. not means yeah, well yeah. as in like a oh well, he didn't mean anything by it. Means well, <sighs> he genuinely is just trying to get to know this woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's yeah. it doesn't come across well in today's by today's standards, but at the time, I'm sure it was. I'm sure that if we'd seen it at the time, it wouldn't be thought of as being that creepy. I think yeah. it still will be kind of creepy if you think about yeah. it, but not as sort of weird and rapey as it is. We're turning me. this tragic like love story into yeah. like a <laughs> yeah. cautionary rape tale. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, <laughs> how could we not? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, uh, he turns up to take her to the woods uh, and is somewhat disappointed to find her friend is there, which again doesn't reflect well on his character. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> again, the more I think about it, the more I'm just thinking rapey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they get to the woods, uh, they walk in, they go find the gypsies, and the woman there is tagging along. He says, oh, Do you mind if I go first? He's like, Oh, no, certainly carry on. And then convinces the young woman to come for a stroll in the woods alone with him. It's so, all just alarm bells, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's all <laughs> just ringing alarm bells. Um, but yes, uh, the woman goes in to get a fortune read. It's read by Bella Lugosi, yeah. who plays a very small part. Yeah. Um, he's the gypsy fortune teller. He sees the sign of the pentagram upon her, knowing that she is marked and that he is clearly the werewolf. Um Lon Chaney's character is in the woods trying to seduce. Uh, I don't want to say seduce because it adds to like this whole element yeah. of him being yeah. creepy and fucking. But yeah. he's he's trying to get to know her, be yeah. nice, because he's he's not intentionally being rapey. No. Um, he's trying to be nice, and well, they hear the scream. Are we just defended a rapist at this point? <laughs> I know. Like, do we just we just call her a day already on this episode? <laughs> I kind of like. Oh, he's doing all these things that are terrible by yeah, today's yeah. standards. But I'm sure he's he kind of it. okay back yeah, then. I'm sure he didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, no. He's just been a good guy. Um, so, 
the Bela Lugosi becomes a werewolf. We don't get to see a transformation scene, yeah, which was a little bit disappointing. Hmm. Um, but we hear the girl running through the woods screaming, and Lon Chaney goes to investigate, ends up fighting the wolf, yeah, beating him to death with the cane, which is all tactfully done behind a tree, yeah. So you get to see the cane rise and fall, and this the again the scenery set up for this is amazing. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the the whole low hanging fog and stuff yeah, looked man. really cool. Yeah. And yeah, lo and behold, he's been bitten. Uh, he's now cursed to be the Wolfman. So the second uh, note that I managed to make yeah. was so they they know about this dead body and they go around the tree and there's got to be about ten people there around this tree. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy there with, like, a hunting dog, if you will, and he sort of walks around the other side of the tree. So, bear in mind, there are ten people essentially stood at the front of the tree. Yeah. The guy walks around the back of the tree and goes, Hey, guys, we got a body over here, yeah. And they all come over to find the dead gypsy. Yeah. It's like, hang on, how the fuck did ten men with lamplights looking for clues to a crime yeah. miss a body the other side of the tree? It's a big-ass tree. <laughs> it's a pretty big tree. I'll give him credit where credit's due. Um, it's pretty tricky to miss a fucking tree. Yeah, yeah. Miss a tree? Miss a, miss a body, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, then we have the sort of slow decline of he, Lon Chaney, um, uh, comes to realise that he's been cursed and he's going to become the werewolf. And he's very concerned for the well-being of people. Other people in his life seem to think that he's a bit batshit insane. Yeah, I see what. Um, and again, the the most interesting part of Werewolf movie for me is the sort of transformation scene. Yeah. Um, and all things considered, how old this film is, mm. it's not a bad transformation scene. No. I've seen way shittier looking werewolves as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yes, everybody's kind of got the gist of the story, whether you've seen the film or not at this point. I kind of don't want to repeat the scene for scene. Um, yeah, he goes a little bit naughty and does some bad stuff and attacks people and uh, they're trying to pin it on him. The police think he's a bit of a sketchy character and he's not quite sure what he's done and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think stuff. It's... It is a good one, Wolfman. It is highly enjoyable. Again, it's eighty years old, so you know you take you take your sort of take your opinion with a pinch of salt. Like um, again, like the attitudes at the time were different. The filmmaking, in terms of pure filmmaking, it's amazing. Like the music in is superb. The the sets are fantastic. The acting was excellent. You know, Lon Chaney's fucking amazing in it. Um, and Bella Lugosi is short of short of a time he's on screen he was awesome as well and yeah i mean for an hour and 10 minutes you can't go wrong you know i think it's definitely one of those where you can see with cinema starting to get his feet a bit yeah. like setting stuff up yeah, yeah and especially scene setting yeah um even the acting, they try and, you know like, yeah the acting is like less i don't say wooden but like less formal almost you know what i mean yeah, it does. Uh, definitely, there are some uh, some people there that seem much more natural with yes. the delivery yeah, of stuff right. yeah, yeah, yeah. than in that's some of the other films. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I was thoroughly impressed with Wolfman for how old it is, what's involved, and 
the legacy essentially it went on to sort of spawn. I mean, werewolves have been a big mythological thing for you know yeah. before being on film, yeah. but I think this has a lot to sort of answer for, a lot to answer for, a lot. Um, there, I think Wolfman is responsible for a lot of the werewolf stuff that we see today. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Uh, it's the, the a knock-on effect of the impact that kind of film had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, leading to werewolf films. Um, <clears throat> now then, on to my favourite one. <laughs> this is, without a shadow of the doubt, my favourite Universal Monsters movie. Yeah, and this is before, like... Obviously, this one's been your favorite before we even started doing, started covering these films. Yeah, it's not like a recent, you know, like a recent convert to the creature. No, um, part of me was sort of thinking maybe it was because it was the first one I'd seen. Yeah, um, I don't even think it's that. I think this is where they've got all the elements bound to fucking rights. Yeah. Um, so, uh, creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, archaeological dig. They find essentially like a petrified hand of some amphibious hand creature man. Um, And they want to basically dig to try and find more to see essentially what came out of the oceans many, many moons ago, what it was, how it now translates to being human, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. and so they try and go and find some more bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, we we now get like this reveal of the creature's hand. There's a live creature in the area, um, and this this it becomes this fucking monster movie. Like yeah. again, uh, it's all the elements are here for what then went on to become. Like you, you can draw comparisons between this and without the creature from the Black Lagoon, there would be no alien. Yeah. There would be no yeah. predator. All right, they're set in fucking space, but the principle is the fucking same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, it's the the groundwork this lays for creature features mm. as a whole. Yeah, um, is fucking phenomenal. The fact that there hasn't been a fucking remake of some description. When you think we've had several reincarnations of Dracula over the years, several. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein, not so much as Dracula, but yeah, again, there's still been there. Were- werewolves have gone off on their own thing and we've got various fucking bits. We've even had a Wolfman remake as well. Yeah, yeah. Where's, where's the love for the Gillman? <laughs> I want to see it. I want it. I want it so fucking bad. The Shape of Water? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean... There's obviously again you could draw comparisons between the two, and there's some like subtly sexually hinted at areas yeah, within true. fucking um, creature too. But I mean, she doesn't actually fuck the fish man in creature. No, but I mean, this building up to you know maybe Shape of Water is a sequel. <laughs> there are actually two sequels. I I tried to do a bit of research and watch a documentary. Oh, yeah. So there's Revenge of the Creature. Okay. Um, where they it essentially continue straight after the first one's ended, but they've caught him yeah. and they bring him to an aquarium. Okay. And then he obviously wakes up in the aquarium and he's pretty pissed off and starts rampaging through like a fucking <laughs> water park where there are people present. Um, 
Awesome. I need to find that one. Yep. And uh, what was the fucking third one called? The Creature Walks Among Us. Okay. Uh, the Creature Walks Among Us looks a bit sketchy. Um, so apparently right at the start of the film, they burn him. Yeah. Because um, I think in Revenge of the Creature, he escapes. And then in The Creature Walks Among Us, I think they burn him. And so is like his skills get burnt off. So he's like, can't go back in the water because he can't breathe yeah. under the water. So he becomes like a walking fish man, like on land, just constantly on land. They find that he's got like human bits under his fucking fish bits. Okay. But now the fish bits have burned off. Yeah. So he's, just he's like a fish. Weird he's like fish. a man fish man. instead of a fish man. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking, it sounds weird as fuck. Um, but I haven't seen it. So I'm kind of like, keen, yeah. Keen. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, but yes, we got somewhat sidetracked. Back yeah. to creature. Um, so they go, they, they get a little party together to go and investigate this uh, potential for a strange new archaeological find. Yeah. Only to find that there is a creature still alive and he's sort of attacking people. Sort of attacking people. He's after some fucking mischief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not but again, this like <clears throat> the fucking music in this. So every time yeah. the creature's present, I don't yeah. know if you noticed, yeah. they do that really heavy fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, trombone-y fucking yeah. uh, trombone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do. Um, it might be a trombone. Could be an oboe. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. I'm fucking terrible at my musical instruments. It's like really heavy hitting, like orchestral theme for the creature. Yeah. Just like, yeah, it just comes out of nowhere, and it's it's so impactful that music you know and it's instantly recognizable as well yeah that's it as soon as like i sort of sit here just waiting for it just like oh there it is (laughs) here it is but uh again you've got uh there are various elements of like like with uh the other films so again dracula frankenstein um wolfman those sort of dangers are present um, but they're not going out of their way to, I say they're not going out of their way to, Dracula kind of is going out of his way to intentionally oh, harm people, yeah. but not in the same way, cre- like, you actively see Creature on screen, like, stalking people yeah. and killing people. Yeah. Like, we see on screen, like, beating of people and squashing of people, and yeah, yeah. which you don't really see in, like, Dracula. No, but then, I mean, um, this was 20 years later, so maybe cinema's evolved... Somewhat. Somewhat since then, like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the whole underwater suit thing is amazing. Yeah, like, the suit just yeah. looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but storyline-wise, they go looking for a creature. The creature's there. They're being terrorised by the creature. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, it's not overly complicated. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's fucking loads of fun. Um, it is great. The, and like you said, though, it is now I'm thinking about it, it is essentially alien. You know? Because yeah. there's this creature, one person wants to kill it, one person wants to, like, capture it and take it back for for research. Fucking show it off, yeah. 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 And there's this creature that's just stalking them and killing them one by one. Yeah. It is alien. Slowly but surely, it's come into their fucking space. Yeah. And slowly but surely, it's taking it back and taking them out kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's fucking great. 
I, I like creature. Like I said, I think this one, the set pieces are fucking massive. Yeah, They're yeah, huge. Yeah. The costume looks incredible. Yeah. The Again, underwater segments are filmed amazingly. And it was all shot in 3D as well. I didn't realize yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Um, whilst watching the thing. Um, and I sort of, I was, yeah, when I was watching this little documentary that's on the disc, um, it says about like how they used to have to like have, the cinema would have to be set up a certain way in order to like project. They had, you had two projectors mm. projecting either side into this like screen. Yeah which would then bounce off the image, I think, was okay. what they were saying, Yeah. to generate this 3D image. They were saying about both screens obviously had to be, both reels had to be in sync. Yeah, yeah. Because if one was even one frame out of sync, it would fuck up the whole <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, again, is fucking insane. It is, right, yeah. To think, like, the amount of time and effort they'd have to go into doing something like that. Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, basically, it's Alien before Alien was done. Um, yeah. I mean, if you put me on the spot, I'm going to say Alien is probably the better film. Well, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Creatures, uh, definitely. If you're going to try and dip into this, if, if you haven't seen a single one of the other Universal Monster horror movies, yeah. I would say Creatures is a great place to fucking start. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, in terms of, like you mentioned earlier, your favourite of the Universal Monster. Monster movies as creature. I'm gonna say Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura love Frankenstein. Like this one, amazing, obviously. But yeah, I think Frankenstein's my favorite so far. I think <clears throat> Frankenstein's definitely close sec. Frankenstein was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the weakest so far is probably Dracula. Yeah. And not 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 because it's a bad film. No. I mean, yeah. I think. It's, it's, it's great, and obviously Bella Lugosi is amazing, right? but yeah, in terms of the rest, the other ones we've seen, they're all just better than... I think they managed to um, just capture a lot more. It's not even that they're a bit more... Um, they show more violence or more gore. So uh, again, perfect example is um, the coffin scene in... Dracula. So the coffin lid opens, we see the hand come out, the camera pans back yeah. so we don't see him getting out of the coffin. Yeah. <clears throat> this with him being uh, let's have a look, a wolfman. Mm. So he's being attacked by the werewolf, yeah. which is clearly a dog. But I mean, we'll, 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 we'll oh, yeah. just look past that, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then when he's beating the dog to death, it's mm. shot behind the trees. So you still see him swinging the stick. Yeah. yeah. So you still you're still there. You still get to see. It's not a pan away. Yeah, no. To sort of hide anything. Yeah. Um, I think they just as the films got on again, like Dracula being what the first, I believe, one of the first. I think so. Yeah, I think it was the first. There's so obviously a lot of even Frankenstein though, and Frankenstein came out towards the same year. Yeah, the jump between Dracula and Frankenstein yeah. is insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they learned a lot from Dracula, and then they put that into sort of Frankenstein. Just pushing the boundaries a bit and yeah, see what yeah. we can get away with. Yeah, and exactly. they got away with a fucking hell of a lot more than fucking Frankenstein. Yeah, 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 totally. So yes, that is sort of our brief coverage of Universal Monster Horror Movies. Yeah. Um, they're a bit tricky to sort of talk about because again, as we've sort of specified before, they, they are classic bits of cinema. Mm. And although... They are 
in their own way. Fucking blah, 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 blah. Um, It's hard for us to sort of... It's hard for us to be funny about something that is a classic and people hold in such high regard, and we hold in such high regard. Um, These films are all obviously 80, 90 years old, and so it's kind of wrong for us to rip into them, you know, as we normally would. Like, even films we love, we've ripped into and sort of tried to make it funny, tried to make funny content. Tried being the sort of operative word, you know? (laughs) Yeah. um, So these films have been quite, not I don't say difficult, but they've been slightly outside of our normal realm of film. And we've loved watching them. Like, you know, we've had a good time talking about them, but we, I feel like we're a little concerned at the minute about how funny we're being. How we're coming across, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not film buffs. We, we'd like to just watch, like, silly shit and talk silly shit. Yeah. Um, this is classic cinema. It's the birth of essentially horror movies yeah. as we come to know them, yeah. which is great, but doesn't necessarily make for like great content entertaining, for a, enter- yeah. entertaining podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, so on that note, we're gonna <sighs> skip over. Um, for one, we're gonna have we're gonna have a breather episode. We're yeah, gonna have we're a gonna rip have a and piss episode. Yeah. Um, and for the next one, it's another one that people picked. Um, I don't think you've seen it yet. Uh, we're going to dip into, or I'd really like to dip into, uh, Greasy Strangler. Yes, yeah, I'm keen for that. Yeah? yeah Excellent. Right then. So everybody that's seen Greasy Strangler, you know we're going to have plenty to fucking yeah. see. We will, because there's been a couple of people who've asked us, we are going to dip into Invisible Man, but I feel like we just need a little palate cleanser episode first, and then we'll get back to it. Yeah, so uh, what the plan is at the moment, unless anything really drastic changes, we're going to have a palate cleanser with Greasy Strangler, and then we're going to double dip again with Universal Monster kind of theme going on with the original Invisible Man and then the 2000 Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hollow Man... 2000. Look at me go. I got the year fucking hey, right. Check out. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, yeah, we won't bother doing Hollow Man 2. No. Because I don't want to get too carried away. We'll just do a double Invisible Man, the original Invisible Man, yeah. followed by Hollow Man. Yeah, sweet. So, bumper. Bumper. Bumper demo take one. Well, this is the actual bumper, man. I'm going to use this. <laughs> <laughs> So the episode is about finished, and uh, you're wondering what to do yourself. Well, you should come over and check us out on Instagram, because that's where all the cool casts hang out. Uh, find us at Groovy Ghoulies Podcast. That's at G-R-O-O-V-Y-G-H-O-U-L-I-E-S Podcast. I'm not going to spell podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I post like films and shit, and you can like answer our questions and possibly be in our episodes yes. for our Instagram fill a bit. Yes, we don't have a Facebook anymore, which is no why Facebook, we've got a new bumper. No Twitter, because that's for losers. The real cool kids are all hanging out on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We don't do any other social medias, really. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, 
excellent. Well, as always, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank it's you. been an absolute pleasure. Uh, <laughs> I hope it wasn't too traumatic for you. Yeah. If this is your first time listening, then please feel free to enjoy one of our other episodes yeah, yeah. where we talk about some shitty films. Yeah, but listen to our Verotica episode. Yeah. Because that's a very shitty film. If I had to recommend an episode, <clears throat> three episodes, it'd be Ratman, Verotica, and Castle Freak. Castle Freak, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there we go. I, I, I also quite enjoyed our Street Trash episode. Yeah, Street Trash is a good episode. Yeah. Um, I just want to also go on record as saying that uh, I think you should listen to the Castle Freak episode because it's a good episode, not because it's a shit film. Because I really like yeah. Castle Freak. Yeah, Castle Freak's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. Um, stay tuned on our Instagram. Uh, I'll post up the Spotify link. I will post up about the new book we are reading for our book club. I will also be asking anybody if they did read our book, the our book, if they did read the first book in our book club, what they thought. Yeah. And if anybody did read it, they can give us some stuff. Uh, if nobody read it and you all hate this fucking book club idea, then f- please feel free to tell us yeah. because we live to serve. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Cool. Thank you. Yeah.